Sporting Woods, 169. Who thought we'd make it this far, Tim? I didn't. Well, I mean, I'm on the podcast. Yeah, I got some horrible <laughs> news for you. It's here. And we're here. Yeah. And you are hearing the dulcet tones of Michael Vilkins. He has returned. Yes. From the fresh, abyss. Unhurt by COVID. Yes. Uh, Tim, a lot of people have been making big do's about it. And uh, I got to well, tell you, I, I I had colds. It's making me question everything I thought and knew about wow. COVID. This episode's wow. going to get tagged for COVID misinformation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we were very lucky. Uh, I think uh, Luke also has made it through. Even though he's not here today, yes. he's still out raising awareness for lifeblood.com.au. Yes. Spreading the good word. Yes, as opposed to spreading COVID. Yes. So uh, good on Luke. He's doing some sort of stunt. I last I checked with him, he was uh, encased in a block of ice. Uh, wow! Yes. So water tank buried alive. Yep. Tank of Just ice. endurance tests, raising yeah. awareness for lifeblood. Uh, it's it's more than I'm willing to do. Yeah. Sort of. I mean, Luke blood. Luke is the New South Wales of lifeblood advertising. Yeah. Yes. He, he doesn't, doesn't get, get it, it. because <laughs> listeners, you don't have to go to the extent that Luke Gold is going to. All you need to do. Is go to lifeblood.com.au and sign up to give some blood. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we bring this up uh, this week because uh, Red Cross have issued a statement to say they need 4,500 donors by Easter, especially O-negative units. So, O-negative is what we know as the universal um, donor. And so, that is used in um, serious accidents and trauma situations in emergency wards across the country. Um, they are in a crisis uh, level of O negative, which could potentially mean that uh, hospitals out there may not be carrying their usual stocks of O neg, um, which is a which is a massive deal. Um, so we encourage everyone, particularly if you're O negative, but everyone in general, lifeblood.com.au, plenty of. Um, appointments available, still having some very high cancellation rates. Yep. Um, head to lifeblood.com.au if you are willing and able um, and donate as soon as you can. Some people signing up and the day rolls up and they go, ah, uh, I'm using I'm it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm using my blood with today. the blood. But uh, this, uh, these ads, free ads, yes. um, have, have taken sort of a, a, an unexpected turn, Michael, because we have to open up the Sporting Woods mailbag. Yeah, well, we've had people writing in with questions about it because we seem like, I hesitate to say experts in yes. the subjects, but at least we're proactive members of the Giving Blood community. Yes. Um, before we do, I've got a quick question. But sure. If you, because you strike me as someone that knows more than the average person about blood. Well, I would hope so. But if this question from me right yes. now isn't entertaining for a podcast. Okay. Just tell me and we'll keep okay. no going on. No worries. No worries. Um, but in 25 words or less, what is the difference between positive and negative blood? Oh, it's just a type of uh, receptor that's floating on the cell. All right. You could have just said it's not entertaining yeah. for the podcast. I mean, that's, yeah, that, there's a lot. So there's a, a lot positive receptor it. or a negative receptor. Essentially, yes. Right. To right. put it in less than 10 words. Yes. And does it, does it, like... Uh, astrology, does it affect how people behave and the futures and their destiny? No. Oh. Um, there is a school of thought. Yeah, you're going- <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that may may eventually be discovered, not in your lifetime. <laughs> um, but there are people that are swear by um, 
uh, diet based on your blood type. Oh, yeah, I've read about that. Yeah, um, yes, which yes. is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but there are certain things where, again, n- maybe not for a sports podcast, but yeah, there are yeah, certain okay. conditions that depend on your blood type. You might be different in. Well, yeah. I got a couple of letters here that I've uh, gone oh, to the trouble of printing out yeah, from the Sporting Woods mailbag. And if you have yeah. a question, oh. a query, nomination. Uh, any item to discuss. If you want to settle an argument in Sporting Woods Court... We'll basically read out anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Send inquiries to sportingwoodspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, let me get a pen. What was that email? That is sportingwoodspodcast at gmail.com. That, I don't need a pen. It's that easy to yeah, remember. There you go. Uh, so our first uh, question for you on the subject of lifeblood.com.au is from a King Arthur... The Big Swordsy. Oh, the Big Swordsy, the the uh, self-proclaimed biggest Cowboys fan out there. Well, thank you for the Friend question. The show, uh, he writes, uh, Tim, I'm assuming he means Anne Michael and Luke. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, I'm worried donating blood will make me a loser. Is that true? No. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it will okay. not make you a loser. In fact, it will make you a hero. Damn. Well, there and, you go, King Arthur. And he should know something about being a hero, Living old King the Arthur, name. the big yeah. swordster himself. Um, but yeah, no, no, you you will be a hero. Take the bloody oath today. All right. Well, then, look, we're blasting through these. Next one is from an Angle Park, another friend of oh, the show. Angle Park, welcome. These people could just call us. On where their are you time. on the? Yeah, where are you on the tipping comp, Angle Park? Very I, disappointing. They they haven't said. Yeah, it. I know. I'm just they'll they know. they'll respond. They know. They'll respond to mine. Yes. Uh, they write, Tim, I heard that I only have so much blood and I'm worried that if I give it away, I'll be at a deficit for the rest of my life. Is this true? Absolutely not. Blood turns over like every three months. So. But where does it it come from? (laughs) The soul. I realize I don't know anything about it. It comes from the bone marrow. Oh, of course. Yes, there you go. Um, so, yeah, no, you, your stocks get <laughs> replenished. There is no drama. like an episode of Lost. Yeah. You give me an answer and I'm like, right. Wait, I've got what? more questions. <laughs> yeah. Where does blood come from? Oh, the bone marrow vilkins. Oh. Oh. Uh, so, third question and the last question, okay. aside from okay. all of my uh, third grade questions. Uh, this one comes from uh, Ewan. Ewan Watami. Uh, he writes oh, Tim, friend of the show, long of the time, long time listener, Mr. Fir- first time mailbagger. <laughs> oh, mailbaggers! I love that <laughs> as a name for hashtag know. Ewan. Got several Woodies looking to upgrade to become a mailbagger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ewan writes uh, Tim. So who is this? Ewan is Watami. Ewan Watami. Ewan Watami. Okay. Ewan Watami. A <laughs> uh, friend of Luke Gold, I believe. Yeah. Is, yes. Uh, he writes, Tim, I'm gluten intolerant. Is it possible to give blood without receiving a sausage roll? Well, I can safely say that I have never donated blood without a sausage roll. Shit. So I can't, I can neither confirm nor deny. Well, it's damn, not mandatory. You it's not mandatory. But uh, <laughs> I haven't not had a sausage roll. Right, so you'll feel a slight pinch here for a second. Okay. And now open your mouth. And, and you're going to die. Um, there's plenty of options there. Do not be afraid um, because you can't have a sosso roll. But good question from Ewan. Yeah, thank you to the Sporting Woods mailbaggers. Uh, Brilliant. That's that's. It sounds so easy to give blood. It is. Lifeblood.com.au. Cannot stress this enough. Go to bed feeling like a hero. Exactly. Because you are one. Yeah, exactly. And if you aren't, you can be one. Nice. Tomorrow. Today. Today. 
even. So, yeah, lifeblood.com.au. Um, donate if you can, if you're willing. Would it be gory to do a live one on the show? It probably would be, wouldn't it? Uh, and no, probably not, not really. super exciting, really. Not really. No? No. Oh, yeah, I suppose not. Because it's all in tubes and, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. fine. All right, well. Maybe I mean, we'll, maybe anyone at, anyone at Lifeblood, uh, yeah, write you, in. You come, Sporting with you podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> We've given our blood to this podcast. <laughs> Someone come and collect our sweat and our tears. Yes. And- <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. Apologies to your eardrums <laughs> at home. That is nice. What is that? That's an imagined brewing Hawaiian haze pale ale. It's the Nub City. Nub. Oh wow! It's, it's the Nub City. Wow! I'm having a stroke yeah, that was, over here. Yeah, that Nub say, City. Have you had a brain bleed? Yeah. I thought <laughs> you might need some units. I thought Honolulu was Nub City. Oh, got him early. Got him oh, early, ladies and gentlemen. Lucky. I didn't spit that all, <laughs> all over. All over the equipment. <laughs> your fucking face. I thought Nub City was on Lulu. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. well. But that, my friends, is an Imagine Brewing <laughs> Nub City 10, 10, 10, 20 Pale Owl. Um, and it's also the sweet taste of victory, Michael. Uh, but is it? Is it? I, I feel like, look. Uh, loyal listeners will know that a few episodes ago, there was a beer bet between, uh, the man sitting opposite me in the Sporting Woods Court chambers. Uh, and the reason we're in the chambers is because this is a issue for Sporting Woods Court. I'm just going to play that again because that is so good. I made it myself. (laughs) I think think it's going to be huge. We have, oh, mate, we have upgraded sound in the studio. That's true. Uh, 200 people on the buses to work just went, holy (laughs) fuck. These guys have got some budget now. Uh, Yes. Thank you to our sponsors. Let's just go over quickly uh, the uh, bet. Uh, The situation is that we were told the Parramatta Eels were locking out non-members from their game. They said, we've got so many members, we're only going to let in uh, people that are current members to the game and not opposition players. And... Keep going. Not opposition players. Tim's distracting me, ladies and gentlemen. Um, So, I made a beer bet that this will work out fine. They won't open up to the public. Yep. Tim said, fat chance, I bet you they will open up to the public. And if you do, you're going to have to get me some beers. Those nub cities are uh, quite gassy. (laughs) They really are. This is a horrible... This is like that time we thought we needed uh, cornflakes on air. (laughs) It's hard to eat those silently. Yes. Yes. Uh, So, with the game coming up this Monday, Mm -hmm. the Eels versus the Tigers, 
Um, and fuck you, really, for making me know all of this now. This is no. just sporting knowledge in my head. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, that, that is literally the premise of this show. It, it really yes. is. We're getting back yes. to back to our roots. Um, <laughs> sporting with greatest tips. Back to our roots. <laughs> uh, so, with the game coming up this Monday, uh, tickets are available for non-members. Yes. Regular, plebby, non-eel members. Yeah. Citizens of society, yes, can book a ticket to the game, yes, uh, which means that I have lost that bet, yes. However, Tim, here we go. However, <laughs> this was a great investment, <laughs> easily the best grand we ever <laughs> spent. <laughs> um, so Sporting Woods Court, uh, I don't know how we're going to adjudicate this with just the two of us. Uh, so I guess it's we'll the let the listeners. fans decide. Yeah. Yes, yes, only the members. Uh, but <laughs> yes, I put it to you, Tim. Here we go. Here wow, is, here is the bombshell. Um, <laughs> is this like a gotcha moment? Not yet. Oh no, it's, we're, we're about yet. to. We're about to. It's uh... a. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, now I'm confusing myself. I'm like, oh look, I could just hit I gotcha over there. It's just there. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, yeah. With the spicy <laughs> yeah. yeah, give me five minutes. I'll. Hit it. <laughs> um. I put it to you that this bet was made, however innocently, Oof. under false pretenses. Wow. <laughs> Explain yourself. <laughs> well, upon investigating, I could not find a single source, a single source, Tim, I put it to thee, that definitively said that the eels had blocked Oh, I, I see found where you're lots going. of articles that say the Parramatta eels are set to make tickets available. Oh, wow. Plenty that say the Parramatta eels could make the thing, oh, but nothing, nothing. I couldn't find anything from the eels saying, "Oh, we've gone back on this. Everyone's welcome yes. to it." I couldn't find a single wow. thing. So my argument is <clears throat> that Sporting Woods might have like iffy sources, uh, but like if Sporting Woods said, "Here's a hypothetical." Sporting oh, would say, "I love, I love people that try and argue their point with hypotheticals." That's it. Continue. I'm just saying, if this, <laughs> if, if this is wrong, uh, those every time we hit that, it's a time jump. <laughs> We've had a 20 minute <laughs> yeah. tangent. We're just covering it. Um, <laughs> if Sporting Woods reported that Michael Jordan is coming back next year to play one more season with the Bulls, um, against all odds, how incredible! And one of us, Tim and or Luke said, I don't think he's going to make a single bucket when he gets back. And poor old innocent Michael, trusting, yes. trusting what they're reporting, says, oh, come on, Michael Jordan comes back. He'll make at least a basket. I'll take that bet. And then it turns out that Michael Jordan was never going. I'd feel pretty hard done by if you guys turn around and go, well, technically, he didn't get a bucket in the season. Are you suggesting that there's a stitch up? I don't, think, I, don't think, I don't think it was intentional. No. An I'm unintentional saying, you know, stitch up. You guys may have believed Michael Jordan was coming back. <laughs> I, just, I, yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. But in the show of good faith, I have bought some Nub City uh, Imagine Brewery beers. I will, I will put an asterisk on it for you, Michael, because you got the Nub Cities. Oh, thank you very much. We got each other. Yeah, and that's, that's what true. Sporting that's true. Woods is about. Damn right. Damn right. We got each other. 
<laughs> oh, this, this is, is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Wow. So, so we've settled out of court. I suppose so. I suppose so. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, cash considerations. However, poor showing for the Eels. Back yourself. Yeah, fuck you. They should have right. And even if it was a half-empty stadium, you know, oh, you, oh, you you're saying somewhere. Just commit to the bit. Fuck yeah, Eels. No, no. I'm saying all those Eels fans that thought, you know, oh, yeah, we've got 30,000 members and, oh, we don't need it, you know, blah, 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 blah. They're all blasting on Twitter. Yep. Where are those yep. cats? Are exactly. they going to the game? Exactly. I guarantee you they're not. Well, Shut I think up. I've been reading a lot of Twitter lately and I've got to tell you, Tim, fuck Twitter. <laughs> do yourself a favor. Like, yeah. Do not go on Twitter. Yeah. My my current trick is I read it just before bed. So I go to yes. bed furious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally winding up in the day. You're just like, fuck it. Let's see how angry I can get in the next three and yeah. a half minutes. I'm shocked. Shocked yeah. I can't get to sleep immediately. Oh. Winding myself up. Wow. That concludes the uh, conversation with... Tim Stanton and Michael Wilkins. Let's get into the actual show. Hell yeah. At 16 minutes 57. <laughs> um, it's episode 169. Brilliant. And Luke's not even here to no, do he gear. No, he would have loved this. We had to close the gear bag. He's, he's committed to lifeblood. But yeah, I mean, yeah, gear, uh, the gear bag is closing. <laughs> Sorry. <It's> so gassy. <laughs> uh, let, let me lift the curtain up uh, for <laughs> behind the scenes stuff. Tim is very professionally turning away from the microphone to uh, breathe and to, like, you know, uh, work through the Nub City beers. Mm. I, because no. I'm an idiot, Just think Tim's looking in. at something behind me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm there being like, what? What yeah, is it, Tim? What? The police are finally after yeah. you. Yeah. Um, all right. Good, bad, and the ugly. Good, bad, There's and the ugly. There's got to be stuff that happened in NRL this past week. Well, we're not even starting with rugby league because... <laughs> we were supposed to have we were supposed to have the European correspondent in the studio. He is uh, in Australia because they had the Formula One Grand Prix, but he's un, unable to. So we have to cut to well, 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 courtesy well, of the European correspondent. Yes, I was going to say. Look, somebody might have gone to a bit of trouble to get a soundboard put yeah, together. I know, so all for I, the European I'd, I'd correspondent. Love to hit the European correspondent anyway. Or yeah. Are you going to kibosh that? No, no, no. Courtesy of the European correspondent. All right, here we go. See, worth it. Done. Yep. So this all comes courtesy of the European correspondent. All right. The good Formula One back in Australia. 420,000 people came out across the three days. That doesn't seem One right. of the most watched sporting events. Uh, oh, I think it was the most watched sporting event in Australian history. Is that all because of the Netflix series? Like, I feel like it's never been this hot. Like, it's always yes. been, oh, yeah, Formula One, excellent, fast cars, cool. I think Now it's like... yeah. Yeah. I think there's a number of things. First of all, it's probably a lot of people's first interstate travel. True, true. Since everything's gone down. Second, it hasn't been here for three years. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And the third, Drive to Survive, the popularity of F1 in this country just continues to astonish me. People I I never even would have begun to have thought were interested in motorsport are coming out being like, oh, yeah, Leclerc got one by 20 seconds. I was like... Is it coming out of the woodwork, really? Who are you? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's insane. But uh, I made the mistake of mentioning it to someone at work, and this person is, like, wild about it. And so now they're always telling me about about stuff. Just because I passingly mentioned that I had watched some of the documentary, and they're like, sick, you're into it too. I'm like, oh, oh, ah. So did that guy, is he a sports guy, or is he just an F1 guy? 
Um, he's an F1 guy more than he is. Like, he's not religiously yeah. following many sports. Yeah. But um, he, he just loves himself. Lives, lives for F1. Showing me, like, F1 memes and stuff. And it's I'm like, crazy. Oh. It'd be like if I mentioned the stitch up about the eels and the tigers, basically. Yeah. And they're like, oh, sick. Wilkins loves NRL. Yeah. And I'd be like, ah, uh, uh, no. Not to the point where you can show me <laughs> out of context memes and yeah. I will go, ah, yeah. Mitch Moses. Yes. Yes. Um, I just, it astonishes me. But, the problem was, and it's not really a problem, the race was a bit of a dud. Really? Was Charles it just cars Leclerc, driving around? The- yeah. <laughs> Leclerc, uh, 20 seconds. He won by 20 seconds. Oh, okay, yeah, that's not super exciting. That's like a quarter of a lap, mate. Yeah. yeah. So- and it's just kind of like, eh. Like, yes, at the start there was a bit of tussle and, you know, the places three through seven were a bit, you know- How's it going and back and forth and when are they going to pit and who's going to do two and who's <laughs> going to do one? And then basically by like the, like 20 laps ago, they were like, oh, yeah, well, it doesn't matter. I remember Luke trying to explain to me like, no, no, no. The real excitement's between who's going to come third, fourth and fifth. Yes. The, and the, it's the, like, the, all right, yeah. this smells distinctly like bullshit, but okay. <laughs> yeah. But it, it essentially did become a race. You don't want to pay attention to the premiers, Michael. No, no. What you want to do is see who comes yeah. fourth, fifth, and sixth on the ladder. <laughs> it's the Formula 1.5, uh, as the yeah. European correspondent usually explains. Yep. Um, so it was a bit of an anticlimactic finish because you want the drama. Because that's all we've seen Yep. Yep. in the F1 pageantry. over the last 18 months. has just been high impact, high drama. Yep. Barely got any of that. Verstappen bows out. Um, during the race, but yeah, it was just a bit like, eh. yeah, yeah. But four hundred twenty thousand fans, it'll only go up. And uh, I think the European correspondent should shout Luke a trip to Las Vegas. Damn, he would love that because F one returns to America in Las Vegas. They will be racing down the strip. That's pretty baller. Now, if that's, that's not going to be, going a lot to of be money funneling into into that, if that's not going to be the wildest weekend in Las Vegas's history, I mean, I don't know what. And what is. a pity that the drivers themselves aren't going to see it. No, because they're they'll just going to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're, they're going. They three, don't care where they're, they're going. Three twenty. Yeah, yeah, they're watching the road, <laughs> yeah. focusing on their line. They it, could be driving on the moon for all they know. I mean, what a marketing ploy! Yep, unbelievable. How do we? Get us invited to um, uh, the Formula One next time it's in Australia. Well, we're, we're Australia's longest running sporting podcast. podcast. Yeah, surely we can bank on that. Plus the support from the European correspondent. Oh, that's how we're in. Yes. yes. Okay. So, yeah. But, yeah, great to see F1 back. The fans absolutely loved it. If any sporting person listens, Ricardo does. Surely to Sporting Woods. Oh, surely. He's a true, be- yeah. true blue Aussie hero. Yeah. Sportingwoodspodcast at gmail.com. That's you. Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah. Or anyone with Formula One tickets. Oh, yeah. We oh, need yeah. at least three. Nah, two. Uh, two? Yeah, you and me can go. I, was kind of, I literally <laughs> yeah. was about to be like, you're right, Tim, I'll yeah. stay home. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> no, but in, no, in a no, great way. No. I'd be like, hooray. <laughs> no. All right. Imagine flying to Melbourne to watch cars drive. But Imagine. Okay. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. <brewing. laughs> what did you do this weekend? I flew down to Melbourne to see some cars. Yes. For like one and a half seconds. Yeah. Like, I can go this now. Was worth it. I lost my luggage. Yeah. <laughs> I paid thousands of dollars in Airbnb. Yeah, I lost my security deposit. Was uh. that Danny Ricardo? <laughs> <laughs> I think he looked at me. No, Formula One's great. It's great. Good, it's on, great. It's good great. on you if you enjoy it. 
Oh shit! I thought this wasn't a gear episode. <laughs> yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> anyway, it's been a while. It's yeah, been, I know. I yeah. know. The gear, we we tried to close the gear anything, bag. Thank but God, we can't let Luke's it out. doing his uh, raising awareness for lifeblood because <laughs> it'd be a ten hour episode. <laughs> it'd be seven hours. I'd sleep here. Um. All right. The bad. The bad. Please. Let's get into some rugby league. Thank heavens. <laughs> There's been a lot of conjecture. Um, and both these topics are from the same game. First of all, it's the captain's challenge deliberate penalty giveaway trend. So, Michael, sure. to explain, teams now have a captain's challenge where if this, if they feel they've been wronged by a decision, they can challenge the dis- challenge like the on-field decision Sensible. and it goes up to the bunker and then it gets reversed or, or How held, many of those upheld. do you get a game? One failed one. Yep, no, that's good. That's right. good. What and that, I like that. But it's not just one a game. It's like one until foul. you yeah. call it yeah. incorrectly, then yeah. you yeah. Then you're out. That's um, But the asterisk on it is that you can't captain's challenge during play. So it has to be a dead ball situation because the the onus then is, you know, let's say a team makes a break all the way down and, you know, there's a minute to go and they need a try to win the game. The team could then captain's challenge and stop the game completely, get all the players back in line yep, for no yep, for yep. no reason, kind of thing. So they've they've said it has to be a dead ball play. So like when the pl- when the ball is dead, um, you can challenge that play. So what's happening, and we saw it in the Gold Coast um, Parramatta game, is that a team feels like they've been wronged by a decision, but the referee plays on. So let's say they thought there was a knock on in the play, but the referee didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Then they sit on the, the like the defending, they're tackling. They sit on the guy with the ball to give away a penalty, so to they stop can have the a dead. So they can have a dead ball to wow. challenge the entire play. Five D chess. It's smart. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's t- they don't want this to be a regular occurrence because again, it slows the play down, and you know. All of that sort of stuff, it ruins the flow, and that's not what—that's not the intention of the rule. So basically, they're saying if you do that, you're going to go to the sin bin. Yeah. Again, so, makes sense. I'm following. I all think of it's that. a yeah. high risk, high reward. If you if you do it to get the challenge and you are unsuccessful in the challenge, you can go. Yep. Yep. Because by definition, it is a professional foul where you are deliberately doing something to gain an advantage. Yep, doing something illegal to gain an advantage. That that's, that's the definition. What the for? Yep. So I'm actually all for it. They're trying to get rid of it completely. I'm all for it because if you want to, if you want to take that risk and and deliberately cause a penalty to stop the game to challenge it, and you're wrong, are you willing to give away ten minutes of your time and have your teammates down one person in a yep. crucial game? Yep. On yep. a fifty-fifty yep. call that you know was a you know. Uh, like, heat of the moment kind of decision to challenge. They've clearly taken steps to stop people abusing it, mm. which for something like a captain's call, which is needed, yeah. Um, but obviously has the potential just to be used strategically instead yeah. of what it's intended for. But again, you can still use it strategically in certain cases, but again, it's not the intention of the rule, but it creates this, this pageantry now where it's like, oh, are they going to fucking do this? All right, they're down by four with fifteen minutes to go. Right, they're, they're, you know, and if if it's successful, they'll get the ball back and they can try and score. The offset of it is you lose a play for ten minutes, the game might be over. Like that's that's fucking pageantry. That mm. that's mm. that adds that extra element of like our team's going to be willing to yeah, take that is, risk. Is this a play? Yeah, is this, yeah. 
Um, so I, I actually like it. If if you don't challenge it, so if you if you do that to challenge and you're unsuccessful going to the bin, I'm I'm completely fine with that. I think it just adds an extra layer of entertainment. And Captain Rugby League's all about that entertainment, all about that pageantry, yo. The second one, pardon me, is the Junior Paulo tackle. Now, bit of debate on the uh, Friends of the Show Sporting Woods chat between, oh, pardon me, these nub cities. I feel like they've just got extra carbonation in them. Oh, yeah, I pay. I got the deluxe ones. Oh, right, right. Yeah, sorry. It should have a disclaimer saying not to be used near, not to be consumed near a microphone. Um, Warning: extra wh- air. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine, imagine. Uh, charging more <laughs> for a thing with less beer yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah. They're geniuses. That's Dark why they're major sponsor of Sporting Woods Podcast. <sighs> imagine. Uh, so, yeah, friend of the show. The- oh yes, yes. They're blowing up about the Junior Paulo tackle, saying you know what initial contact uh, was on the shoulder. Then uh, the whiplash caused um, Brimson's head to go into the shoulder versus any contact to the head is deemed foul play. Um, Junior Paulo is currently at the judiciary. will probably won't hear um, his outcome uh, while we're, we're while we are recording. But again, we are a pro rule change podcast. And I think any contact to the head is contact to the head. For Junior Paulo, and this is what the angry men and old men that yell at clouds go on about, that the game's gone soft and all of that, it was it was more of a shoulder charge. It wasn't necessarily an attempted tackle that kind of hit the shoulder and then slipped up to the, to the head, you know, where you wrap the arms and you kind of get into that nice sweet spot in the shoulder. Yep, yep. This was more, not that his arm was completely tucked like a shoulder charge, as I'm explaining to Michael, it was more like that, where he's just kind of like led with the shoulder. He hasn't Tim like has got wrapped his hands in the chicken wing position. Yes, he's like led with the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's well, an illegal tackle to me. Yeah, and you've made contact with the head. I've always been, and I've said that I've been very consistent with this. I'm happy for the shoulder charge to be in, but if there's any iota of contact with the head, you're done for four to six weeks. Just straight up, just yeah. make it a binary rule. If you want to. Take that risk, like with the captain's challenge, deliberately holding down to yep, get the captain's yep, challenge. Yep. If you want to make an impact play and run out with a shoulder charge, go for it. Hey, yeah, as long as you're willing to pay the price. Yes. Yep. And that's the and way I, you get it out of the game. Then none yes. of this like, oh, whoops, oh, I accidentally. And it's and it's very clear cut. It, contact with the head, regardless of if it's first contact, regardless of any of that. Yeah. You know, players have to. Players aren't able to look after themselves. The game needs to look after them. And that's why I'm sick and tired of all these former players coming out and saying, this isn't this, this isn't the rugby league that you know I've come to learn. The game's gone soft, blah, 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 this and that. Well, don't put your name on a lawsuit in 20 years' time when you're in a fucking dementia ward when yeah. you're 70, or less than 70. Because crying, crying, so yeah, yeah. crying foul that the NRL didn't do enough uh, to look after you when you were playing. Yep. That's fair. 100%. Yeah. Now, signing waivers and all of that legal stuff, that's a totally different story. The game is so much quicker, um, is so much more intense. They're coming from greater distances at a faster rate to collide with each other. It's such an impact sport now. It's not just a contact sport. It's an impact sport. They need to be protected by the governing body because the players aren't going to do it. Because the players yeah. are bought up, and we're not seeing it as much now with this generation of players, but the players are bought up to get up 
and and play yeah, on. You can't have and an, fake exactly. And exactly. you know when they got a head knock, go for the shoulder and say, "Nah, it's a shoulder." Yep. To yep. try and avoid a HIA to stay on the field. You know, like that they need to be protected from themselves. Yep. And that's why I think if they they've just got to keep with the binary notion of. Con- any contact with the head. Oh, it's like having double demerits on over the Easter weekend. Yeah. It's like, no, you need to be aware that, you know, the penalties are this much stronger. Ooh. Don't do it. Yep. Don't even nearly do it. You know? Don't even think about it. Yeah. yeah. But if you want to take that risk, yep. you've got to be prepared to, to suffer the consequences if you make contact and with you're the right. head. you're right. What's the alternate? Just like an intergender gentleman's agreement. Just yeah. like, okay, well, we're not going to hit each other on the yeah. heads or whatnot. Or, or yeah, no, I'm just going to swing an arm and elbow to the face. And good luck to everybody and, else. Yeah. yeah. And we're just not going to call it. Yep. I, I just, I don't know how the people that continue to say the game's gone soft and we can't, you know, bow down to all these concussion rules. I, I just don't know where they're coming from. Yep. Because the argument is, you know, one of the arguments they use is, Oh, you know, the game, um, it's going to turn people away. Well, look at the record. Now, every yeah. week has been a record week in subscription television. It would be like Formula One fans saying, like, I wish they would stop making the cars so safe because people are tuning in to see the big fiery crashes. Yeah, yeah it's you like... If, you, if we take out the crashes, no one's going to watch. You know? It's like, well, we're not... You you're know. an idiot. Yeah. 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 I just, yeah. And, yeah, I don't want to give NRL 360 any more time than... Zero, but Corey Parker and James Graham that are just like, no, nah, nothing's wrong with that tackle. I, I get I like it. That three sixty sort of implies that like they've gone around everything and ended up exactly, exactly where right. they started. <laughs> yeah, it's called rugby league from every angle, but it seems to be the same angle every single time. Um, <laughs> I just yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the um, it just yeah, I for James Graham who must have had ten undocumented concussions for him to be like, yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Mm. He's like, mm. mate, we're going to be paying for your hospital coverage in the next like 15 years. Well, you know, it's much better now, but some of the older, older generations, like two, three generations mm. ago of wrestlers, you know, yeah, professional wrestlers like that. It's like, oh yeah, you get a couple of concussions and it's normally in part of like funny stories, you know, yeah. you oh, come yeah. to mid match, you yeah. know, oh, where am I? Like, no, those days are long gone. Yep. And for good reason. Yeah. For their own safety. Mm. Oh, let alone the organizations don't get open to massive giant lawsuits. lawsuits. Yes. And they go, well, what did you do to avoid them? And they're like, oh, well, we kind of like them. Oh, yeah. Oh, but <laughs> yeah. but Paul Kent said that, uh, yeah. uh, I think, and James Graham, who's had 20 of these, thinks that that's fine. He seems fine. Yeah. yeah. All now, right. Well, look, let's let's put a pin on that and move right on along to the ugly now, this week. Now, a little bit of a surprise for the ugly, but Ooh. it's Latrell Mitchell's hamstring injury. Now- he was suspended the first week of the season, comes back, a um, bit slow out of the blocks, seems to be getting into some sort of form, bang, hamstring, out for eight weeks. Just at the worst possible time, mm. when Souths finally look like they're going to get you know some momentum and, and try and you know assert themselves as a genuine premiership contender, Luttrell goes out again. This has been a common theme for his uh, stint at the Rabbitohs. One of the big gripes about him is that, um, you know, he gets injured too easily and is he in the right level of conditioning for the role that he plays for the money that he's on? I tend to have to agree. He just seems to be getting injured and soft tissue injuries and all that sort of stuff at the worst possible time. He's 20... 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> These Shout out to Imagine yeah, Brewery. Nub City 2020. God. I mean, this Palau is, Beach. I don't know yeah. the full name of the Nub City Palau. Oh, is that? Yeah, that's what, it. What's the one that has like repeats in them? Nub City 2020. The 10-10-10-20 Palau. 10-10-10-20. I just took out the 10-10-20 Palau. Wow. So, wow. I hope Imagine Brewery is okay with that. <laughs> You're on your own there, I just Tim. shortened it because I'm very gassy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just seems to be a running theme for it. And it's not good for a 23, 24-year-old to be having these types of injuries. Yep. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm an Adonis. Don't, but, don't tell yourself. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate people it. People don't know what you look yeah, like. Yeah. I mean, I've been working on myself, but, you yeah. know, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not there yet. modest. Yeah. Oh, thanks, mate. But Latrell's- you could, you could start wearing a shirt for the podcast. Oh, oh, but, oh sorry. You know. I thought you liked it. I don't, I don't not like oh, it. Oh, okay. But you think it's making me self-conscious. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. My apologies. Um, but Luttrell, he just, he's not, he, he doesn't look fit. Like he actually doesn't look fit. Yeah. And no wonder he's getting hamstring injuries because that's what happens when you've got a lack of conditioning and you're trying yep. to play at, at an elite level. And it, the fullback position is so demanding now uh, in in the way that the game is played. Um, you just can't. You can't not be at peak physical shape. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I Honestly, I think he needs to lose 10 kilos. Like, just straight up. I don't think he. I don't think he loses anything from his from a football perspective if he does lose seven to ten kilos. Might get faster, potentially. But yeah. I, I think, and he could potentially be more durable because, yeah, yeah he's yeah. he's got a, you know, the change of pace that these fullbacks need to make, short, sharp. You know, you you, you can't be carrying an extra. You just can't. And now he's going to be out for eight weeks. It'll probably take another four to get back. You know, in match fitness. Um, at game speed, yeah, it's going to put a huge dent yeah. in half the season that, of the Rabbitohs. That might be the time to do it. I'm not saying he can lose ten in that. Uh, no, period, but, but but I think there has to be a conversation. It can be your whole focus, yeah. yeah, yeah. Soft tissue injuries like this at this young age, like that's a conditioning style issue. So yeah, I think it's something he needs to address if Souths are going to be contenders. And you know what, Michael, they need him because, geez, there they are not looking remotely like premiership contenders. Well. <laughs> Chris. All right. Uh, well, look, speaking of not being premiership contenders, uh, we've got some people that are not doing as well this week as maybe they should do, which brings us to the Olympic teams of the week. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't split them. I think our listeners love when we do that. Oh, 100%. They're like, could you get one song and just sing your segment title over over it? it. Yes. No correlation to like rhyme or scanning. No, doesn't need it. I'm sure we don't just use that song for every single, you know. Sporting Woods Court. Sporting Woods Court. Sporting Woods Court. Sporting Woods Court. Zion Williamson, Zion Williamson, Zion Williamson, Zion Williamson. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) Shout out to the Australian Podcast Awards. (laughs) 
We will accept our award <laughs> next week. Yeah. People getting off the bus four stops early just to, like, I've had enough. I'm getting off here. <coughs> oh, shit. All right. Those nub cities go down oh, smooth, no. Tim. <laughs> What's the opposite of smooth? Oh, Jesus Look. <coughs> oh, uh, rat me. You want to... <laughs> Rapid antigen. Rapid antigen. Rapid antigen. Rapid antigen. Rapid antigen. Solid, solid sports humor from Sporting Woods Podcast. Available at gmail.com. So, oh, Limp Dick Team of the Week I brought mean, to you by Limp Dick Comedy. Oh, that is brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. brilliant. Rapid engine. <laughs> uh, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but talk to me about the Dragons NRL team and how they did this week. They are horrific. Uh-huh. And I only did this because my rant on the Tigers is not going to be too long this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Finally, the Dragons are getting some traction as being a terrible rugby league team. They've lost. They've won one game since July, since the barbecue gate, where they all got caught having the barbecue, mm-hmm. and the bloke mm-hmm. was hiding under the bed and in the cupboard, and the bloke ran That's away, right. ran away, and then the personalized number plate. Corey Norman with his personalized number plates were there, and then he denied that he was there, <laughs> despite the fact his car was parked in the front gate. Um, they're terrible. They've been awful and they've just flown under the radar because the Bulldogs and the Tigers have been taking a lot of the, the heat for being, you the know. The media heat, yeah. Yeah, the media heat. But the reality of the situation is the Dragons are terrible. Um, they've bought a whole bunch of just absolute duds um, and they keep dropping their young guys. Um, you thought there'd be enough. Um, That's a very short-sighted way to run a team, sure. Well, yeah, I think, again, it's just to, you know, the argument is you've got um, Andrew McCulloch and Ben Hunt um, you know, you've got guys there who have played representative football that could guide these young talents. No one's denying the talent of the young players, mm-hmm. but you've got to give them a go. Like what Aaron Woods is, you know, your answer. You're going to play him over, you know, the younger guys and give him more minutes. Um, Moses Embi at fullback, you're going to give him a go instead of Tyrell Sloan. Is it part of this, you know, not hazing, but just like this rookie mentality of like, you know, you've got to earn your stripes. And I get that as well. Like if they're going to training thinking that they're going to be the guy and, you know, they're they're slacking off at training and is this a message, you know, that could be one thing. But again, you, you've got to put your best team out there. To win. You've won one out of your last 13. Like you're not doing things out of spite or to prove a point. Like you've mm. got to start winning football games. So I think, I think at that point you've got nothing to lose. And well, see, yeah, well, I think part of it is they've got too much to lose, so they're playing a, a safer hand to try and just build some confidence and then breed these young guys and oh, feed them through. How's that working out for them? Well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they they were awful, and they've been awful for a long time. Ever since that moment, uh, ever since that uh, night, they've just been terrible. And that, that night, they beat Parramatta. You know, they beat a top four side. You know, it's, it's, it's all, and then it's just gone. Well, that's why I suppose they're limp dick because they should be doing better. 
Yeah, you know, the oh, potentials absolutely. there, and they've let themselves down. Yeah, and they've got a good mix of you know younger guys and and um, older heads that have been there and done that and won premierships and been in grand finals and played rep footy. Um, I want to bring up uh, Zach Lomax. Shout out to um, uh, Matthew H, a friend of the show, who uh, mentioned at a listener party that um, the the gear Zach Lomax was doing about impersonating the coach. So on. Um, uh, the Matty John show, they were doing this interview and it's all done like at the start of the season, pre-season right. you know, and they just kind of ru- roll it out. So it is important to remember that it was done pre-season. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically Zach Lomax spends the entire interview and it's like it's a comedy bit. Yeah. Does yeah, he yeah. Into- impersonating to coach Anthony Griffin because he, he, he you know speaks a bit like Doey where he's like, you guys are the dumbest bunch of players I've ever coached with. Yeah. And like speaks like, and he was just doing impersonations and it was hilarious. I've never seen anyone publicly speak like that about their coach, regardless mm. of what it is or not. It's a, it's a fine line. It sounds like something that absolutely pops the boys in the locker room and they've gone, oh, that's a great comedy and thing it was for everyone. fucking hilarious. I yeah. was laughing. Yeah. But are you doing that if you've won one out of your last 13? Mm. I don't know if I'm doing. I suppose that. that's where it comes into. It was recorded a long time ago. It's yeah, not, but, you but might still, not be you're on a yeah, yeah. Even then, you're on an eight game losing streak, yep. nine game losing streak. Yep, 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 yep. I just yeah, I think maybe less time doing gear and more time winning rugby league games. Yep, that might that might help. But yeah, yeah. Maybe should be listening to what the coach says yeah, instead of yeah. the way he says it. <laughs> yeah, that might be part of the problem as well. But unfortunately, there is a team worse. I don't believe it, Tim. Uh, believe it. Believe it. Because uh, my Tigers, they... Look, I, no- I-, I noticed you're uh, wearing your lanyard. I'm wearing my team lanyard. <laughs> yep. Shout out to episode whatever, 161. It wasn't that, that long was. ago, yeah. yeah. Um, I may be going, Tim. Oh. How have they been going? Uh, no one expected them to beat Cronulla on Sunday. That and and I'm not going to sit here and say that you know the loss you know was unexpected or, or whatever. The problem is we've scored one try, one try in five halves of football in two and a half Ooh, games. What? That can't be right. It is two and a half games. And the and the one try that it was came in the last play of the game last weekend off an Ooh. intercept, so it wasn't even oh, shit, our wasn't, doing. Yeah, that, that fell backwards into it. Yep. Do you think they've considered adding more captains? <laughs> well, they've gotten rid of three of them this week. Here's here's my question: Why is go. it so fun to make fun of the Tigers? I it, don't get because the jo- it it because it is because we're a fucking basket case. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a had a listener party at um, my parents' place and Angle Park came along and, like, the Tigers are looking like they might score a try and then they just fumble it. And Jess goes, why why, why do they do that? Why why, is, why did he drop the ball there? And I was like, because they're fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, Melbourne wouldn't do that. And I was like, I fucking know. <laughs> I fucking know. I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> This isn't brand new information. Piss off down in Melbourne, yeah. go watch some cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck off. Um, it was, yeah, go watch some cars, you yeah. dumb dog. I just, it. It's the excitement, Tim. You don't want oh. to watch rugby played well. That's no, no, boring. no, you know exactly, what's exactly. happen. You lose, yeah. Tigers game, you're yeah. on the edge of your seat yeah. every play. But how are you, how is a team in this, where the, where the rules are set up and the attacking football is supposed to be king, scoring one intercept try in two and a half games? Like, what are they doing? 
Luke Brooks, I mean, I'm not even... I, we do not have time to go through and talk about Luke Brooks. I just... I, I cannot do it. I, he's done. Well, what is... what? Is, I mean, that, that's a horrific stat. Where's the coach? Where's the owner in all of this? Well... Like, what are they going to do? Great, great point. So, the CEO is off on a four-week holiday. Perfect time of year to do it. Yeah. There's not an off-season or anything. No, no, no. So, he's gone for four weeks yep. with his family. He's like, there's all look after itself. Yep. So, that that's great. I actually don't have a problem with it. Okay, and, good. And here's why. This would have been approved pre-season. Sure. Right. And everyone would have had great expectations. And we would not be having this discussion if the Tigers were three wins, two losses, two wins, three losses, probably not even one win, four losses. It's just not a good look. But it, even, it if, is, even if you weren't. It I is mean, purely optics. Yeah. Now, for me, he's the first guy that needs to be sacked. Regardless of this holiday, he's got to go. The CEO. Yeah. Because he, the only reason he's still around is that the West Tigers are actually generating a profit. Hey, well, yeah, and we're in, not here to win, win in, games. And in NRL, there are, there are less than half a dozen teams that generate profits. Yep. And so he's finally got, you know, he's been the CEO yeah, to, to take us into as the long black. As he wants, yeah. And can justify all this. <clears throat> the cat Sorry. put orange tips in his hair on <laughs> purpose. I suppose. I'd, I'd back- sack him after that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's clearly got good decision making. At least they were orange. The team yeah, colors. Oh, wow. Well, yes. Can you imagine? Yes. I um, just, yeah. It just. So, to walk back my previous complaint, uh, I would think a CEO, what are you doing during the season anyway? The off-seasons where you're picking players, here's what our plan's going to be, you're setting shit up. Once it's gone, it's not like you're coaching the players or, you know. Yeah, oh, look, and, and you know, there's a there's a, there's a a board. Yeah, yes. You know, and the CEO is basically the voice of the board. Yep. But that That is the job of the CEO in any, in any sort of company. So I don't necessarily have a problem with him having a holiday. I don't think it would be an issue if we weren't 0-5. Fact of the matter is, we're zero and five. We can't retain any, or we can't uh, attract any top talent to the club. The uh, talent that we do attract, we're paying overs. The two best players on our fucking football team won't even be at the club next year. Hmm. Good sign. Good sign. That they're reasons why you should go. Yeah. Um, the problem is, and and I'll finish on this before it gets too far in. You know, you, you your team gets flogged. And that's fine. It happens to every team. It literally happens to every team. But you could go and say, you know what? This player had a really good game. Or I really like this guy's scramble defense. Or, you know, if we just converted this opportunity uh, at a crucial time, it might have we might have had a chance. There was not a single moment in 80 minutes of football that gave any Iota of hope to any West Tigers fan. Not a single moment. I have never, never, ever walked away from a game and thought to myself, I could not take a single positive. I, yeah. I've, I've, I will take a positive wherever I can get it. Yep. Last year when we let through 34 in a half at Leichhardt for Tommy Radonikus, at least we came back. Yep. And we almost won it. There was not a single, not a single, single moment in the entire 80 minutes that led me to believe that anything good was happening at the club. And that's what sports 
is all about ultimately, isn't it? It's the hope. If you don't have that belief in your team, what do you got? You know? Nothing. Damn right. So the argument is, do you rip the band-aid off and just get rid of Madge? Because we all know what's happening. Whether you like Madge, whether you think he should stay or not. It's cheaper to sack the coach. Tim Sheens has come in. He's going to be the overriding source. It's not his guy. Do you think maybe they'll just change the locks while he's away? Comes back none of his that was, I mean, work. that would be fitting of the West Tigers. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I think you get, I, I think it starts from the top. And I don't care if you've generated profits. Yeah. The on-field display over the last 11 years has been nothing short of shit house. Yep. Nothing short. And well, we've had our moments. We finished ninth hey, and all of that sort of stuff. Well, but- that's the problem with the board. I mean, like, I don't know them personally, but I bet you if they had to choose between having, like, profit and fans that care about the team, you know, they'd go, hmm, how much money? The problem <laughs> you know? is we keep breaking record memberships. <laughs> well, if it's not broken, Tim, what's your problem? We just got, we got the email, 20,000 members. Yikes. Last week, I mentioned it on the pod last week. 20,000 members, our record. The fans are there. They're crying for it. Yep. Something's got to change. And for me, it's not Madge. It's the CEO, Justin Pascoe. Uh, I hope he packed his fucking bag in his office when he left for that month holiday. And I hope that he doesn't come back. Well, you see that sometimes in just private enterprises. People go on a long holiday, then they come back and they're like, "Mm, actually, I really like that holiday. Oh, no. Or you know what? You can stay on holiday, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd like to just quickly insert a segment here from the Spawnywood's sure. mailbag. Oh, sure, sure. Mid-show, we've had somebody write in with um some trick plays. Oh, right. I've been, I've been uh, asking people to send in their trick plays. Yes. Um, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, here we go. We haven't. We need to before. break up the anger with some white heart. Well, that's what I thought. I love, mate. And I, I love trick plays. Yeah. If you have a favorite trick play. Right in. I want to collect all the trick plays I can. Uh, sportingwoodspodcast at gmail.com. So we're moving into the Sporting Woods mailbag? Sure. We're moving into the Sporting Woods mailbag? Tim's broken. Oh, my God. Oh, I see. Oh, no. We're selecting all. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Uh, uh, get- Go Sorry. again, Tim. <laughs> so we're doing the Sporting Woods mailbag? We sure are, Tim. Sporting Woods mailbag. Sporting Woods mailbag. Sporting Woods mailbag. Sporting Woods mailbag. This one's from an Ace Starks. Uh, oh, welcome, Ace Starks. I definitely uh, didn't get three threatening messages for not reading out your Sporting Woods mailbag question. <laughs> well, he writes, hey, lads. Thank you for the inclusive, uh, not just by Tim. Uh, Trick plays in cricket. Straight into it as well. What a perfect email so far. He hasn't got time to muck around the big A Starks. A Starks, right. I suppose switch hitting would be considered a trick play where a batsman changes the hands and reverse the field he's hitting to. It's batters, mate, but yeah, all right. What did I say? No, batsman. You're just reading what he said. Yeah, I was. I was. I was. Yeah, Um, yeah, true. I'm critiquing Andrew. Yeah, no, I got that. Oh, sorry. Sorry. A Starks. Thank you. Not Andrew S. <laughs> um, I do like that. I understand immediately. So you come out there looking like a lefty. Yeah. And when they've set their field up, you go, ha psych. Yeah. I love it. That's but beautiful. In, but in professional leagues, people are doing it like the bowler's running in. Yeah. And then they'll swap just before it's been bowled. Beautiful. Because, yeah. yeah, if you do it too early, they're yeah. just going to... Give it away. Yeah. Oh, thank you, 
Ace Darks. He goes on to say, trick players in baseball, oh, which man, seems get to the be list built. out. I can't believe how many there are in baseball, but not in cricket. Yeah. Like, you know, for sports that are similar, and I know cricket and baseball oh, fans wow, hate wow, it when wow, I say wow, that, wow, wow. but like, they're fucking, and you know it, that's why you get so upset. Write me at sportingwoodspodcast.gmail.com. <laughs> I'll fight you. <laughs> trick plays in baseball. Yeah. Uh, he says he loves love the hidden ball trick in oh, yeah. baseball where the baseman, uh, bases, yeah. I'm sure, Tim. the Bases? Uh, yeah, bassists <laughs> Pretends to throw the ball and waits for the runner to step off the base and tag him. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. mate, mate, just YouTube it. Yep, and you were talking about that recently with the um, the bowling, weren't you? You pretend to bowl, and then you get them out at the uh, batter's end. Oh, the man cat. Uh, yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, and last one from uh, Starksky, which he signed <laughs> off as, is a uh, trick play in the NFL, the longest yard, the fable, fabled fumble ruski. Yes, the old fumble ruski. Could you Wait. explain that to well, me? <clears throat> essentially, you fake a fumble. I love it. Um. And it's like a hidden ball trick slash fumble. So, you know, in, in the NFL, they've got the linesmen. So, they've got the five big dudes. Lines and, people. Yep, the lines people. Sorry, sorry. Correct. They've got the lines people. And then you've got the quarterback who stands directly behind them. Yep. Then behind the quarterback is running back. Yep. So, basically what happens is um, the ball gets um, fed from the center underneath the legs, you know, yep. like the yep. hut, yep. hut, yep. hut. Yep. And then the quarterback fakes dropping it. So, yep. he drops it. But that's the thing, and he runs off, and so they all think. He's so then the it. defense runs to the side, but then the running back comes in, picks the ball up, and then runs the opposite direction. Beautiful, yeah. Um, to encourage people to write in with their favorite trick plays, I might put it to you that every time you write in with a trick play, I will invent a trick play. Wow! In sport, okay. Um, they might not all be usable, but this no, is no, a brainstorming no, no. session. We have a lot of professional athletes that listen to this podcast, and hopefully there'll be something you can incorporate into your training. Send it to... Sportingwoodspodcast at gmail.com. Your trick plays, favorite trick plays in sport, or even better, ones that you've invented yourself. All right. Um, I'm sure we talked about it on the uh, the old podcast before, but I know when we played community basketball, we did a line... The the line-out. Yeah. The line-out alley-oop. Yep. Lifted up a gentleman on the court... To catch it and then straight into the hoop. The other team did not know what hit them. And <laughs> the ref gave us one point because he was like, well, fuck me. This is like, what, fucking Sealy? Yeah, exactly. like, Who gives a fuck? Nothing yeah. Sunday yeah. afternoon game. Yeah. So it's like, yep, there you go. All right. All right. It's time for Flogs of the Week. Go ahead. Flogs of the Week. 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 <laughs> it's the streakers. <laughs> what? The streakers. We're going streaking. Flogs of the streak. <laughs> this was... <Don't>. Flog- <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, we had four streakers, technically. Get out. Really? Yeah, uh, three in the Tigers game. It was kind of... It was two and a half. What? Two and a half. Oh, and I, I called that... A season ago. So, Saturday. I can't believe I didn't yes, call it. Yes, you are one season oh, too oh, late, my oh, friend. Oh, no. This is crushing. You are ahead of your time. Uh, they probably heard the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And thought, we're going to fuck with Vilkins. Yeah, he didn't bet it this season. Yeah. Suck shit. They were going to do it last year. Yeah. Then they heard it. Yeah. And then realized, yeah, no, nah, we're going to fuck. All right. All right. Okay. All right. So, the first streaker. Please, yes. 
Saturday night, Gold Coast versus Parramatta mm-hmm. at the Gold Coast, so naturally streaker. Girl streaker, not completely nude, downgrade, but <laughs> she got absolutely poleaxed oh, by the security guard. I you saw the, see the spear, yeah, yeah. spear tackle thing? Yep. Yeah. So I'm actually not calling out the streaker because the streaker, you know, is, the streaker is a streaker Streak is a streaker, yeah. whatever. The CEO of the Gold Coast Titans came out and said, I'm going to put in an investigation and a complaint against the security guard because it is an act of violence against women. It was a pretty hard out. I was about to ask, as a security guard, how do you decide, I'm going to tackle this person like, you know. You've given up all right. Yeah. Yeah, true. True. You are performing an illegal act. Yep. Yep. That is in the vicinity of a $10,000 fine. Yeah. I, I, I look. I agree. I agree. If you're, but the CEO's like, oh. like, oh no, hold up! Yeah. The tackle was too much. Yeah. Are you fucking? Well, are you on drugs with the rest of the Gold Coast? Oh, look, I'm so on the fence because at the same time, I mean, like, you know, it 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 stops the play. I'm assuming for a while, mm. but like at some point, they're going to be standing out in the field just naked, being like, "All right, well, yeah." And that's the point where security goes, "All right, well, you're under arrest. Then come with us." But they don't. They keep running away until they get but caught. How, how long? Like what? For two hours? But uh, like, surely yeah, at but, some point the crowd's going to turn and be like, "Lady, get off the pitch." But the, no, because everyone loves it. But like, I just how could someone su- suggest that a bloke doing his job by protecting the players on the field, and true, regardless true, of whether true. she's harm, harmful or harmless, the sure, security guard sure. doesn't know. That's true. And I'll bring up the point. I'll bring it up in the next point. As to what can and can't happen, he's been trained to get these people on the ground, regardless of who it is. Ha- has he? I've met some. One hundred percent. Okay, all right. It'd be it'd be take him out as as any means necessary. For any means necessary. Any means yeah. necessary. Could have thrown an elbow in. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and a bit of mayo on the ground. But yeah, I just uh, the insinuation that that was an act of violence yeah. against women di- is nothing short of case ridiculous. If it was just a regular punter. You know, some lady out at the game. I think you're right. It all falls down to well, she if was you're streaking. A, she was on the field. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, if, oh, if a security guard spear tackles a chick <laughs> yeah. after being kicked out of the stadium, not even kicked out, just someone in the line uh, waiting for the bathroom. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. 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 But again, I think you know you're assuming that risk that you might get fucked yes. up a bit if you you know you can't jump into a UFC octagon and then be shocked. When, you yeah. know, somebody fucking... Yeah, you know, exactly. And to be fair, the chick came out and said, I had no problem with the tackle. He was just doing his job. Oh, so common sense... Yeah, that's, exactly. And that's common what I mean about chasing him around. It's, to them, I'm sure it's like a bit of fun. fun. Like, oh, yeah. chase me, it chase is. me. It is. But yeah, I just... I just no sell it until they're just standing out there in the nude, <laughs> being like, oh, you're not, you're not going <laughs> to chase me? They're like, no, put a shirt on. No, otherwise it would go on forever. The second one, and this is where, how, how do you know if people are harmful or not? The second one at the Tigers... Um, well, Sharks game bought a fucking flare. Yeah, okay, okay, all right. And and got to the point he didn't run out. He fucking walked out into the middle of the pitch during the game in in with the players. Like he's not racing around. He's yep. in with the players holding a flare. Yeah, that should be maximum fine. That sounds like that's horrible. How are security guards letting this guy walk on the fucking field with a flare? Yeah, yeah. Where have we gotten to? Was, I'm, I was just like, I'm watching it going, there's a guy with a flare and there is no security in sight. 
It might be one of those things, and I know, like, bit of critical thinking would stop this immediately, but, like, you know, you walk and do something with enough confidence, they might go, well, he's obviously meant to do this. No, I mean, no, it's just on- incompetence. It, okay. That's all no. it is. He walked on with, he's a serial pest, and you know what happened? He got jailed for three years. Good. For for a variety of other things, and this was his kind of yep. last, thing, last hurrah. Then, as that was happening, two idiots decide to try and run on the field, and one of them actually tackled the security guard. Instead of the security guard tackling him, yeah, like That's what I mean, fun and games. They go, won't this be a laugh? But it's not, and no. it's it's dangerous. And how how these, and like you see it at any sporting game, you're just like, I could just go out there right now, yeah, and yeah. I, I'd get 15 meters, and no, and easily, like even right now, yeah, in my shape and ability. Oh, the studio is not that big. No, could, no, yeah, it'd be a while before I caught you. But yeah, I just yeah, unbelievable. And and hopefully there are harsher fines um, across the board, not just at rugby league, but at all sporting events. It really needs to be in the vicinity of fifty thousand. Yep. Like yep. That, that's where it has to be because ten thousand is like oh, it's makes be, it a putters club. Exactly. Yeah. It's got to be fifty k. Like, it's got to have yeah a significant effect on your year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like oh, that was a really fucking yeah. dumb thing that I yeah. did. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I also want to bring up very quickly before we get into the. Uh, next parts of the show. Uh, Marcelo Montoya suspended four weeks for a homophobic slur um, to Kyle Felt, heterosexual. Hmm. Oh, I saw that clip as well, actually. Yeah. 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 What an idiot. Yep. Uh, in, in, in the day and age where cameras and microphones are everywhere, for you to say something like that is nothing short of ridiculous. Well, with all the stuff, and we're going to veer into penis, 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 our political uh, Oh, yes. Podcast. I mean, there's so much um, going on. But with on. all of that sort of stuff, it's the intent. Yes. And clearly in that one, it's meant as an insult. Yes. You know, he's not at some, you know, World Health Forum discussing stuff and mm. like, you know, yeah. the positives and negatives of language and stuff. No. No, he's trying to he's, throw an insult yeah. and that's the words he's picked yeah. as an insult. And that's um, his so lifestyle. That's, that's different as well from just like swearing. Swearing on telly is bad enough and someone yeah. should be like, hey, well, you know, oh, this totally. is a game. This totally. is mic'd up and stuff. Mm. Um, and should get appropriate fines and stuff. Mm. But, you know, a month out. Mm. Seems fairly fair. Yeah, um, oh, I, I know, think so. Any, loss know. of loss of match fee, yep. you know, all of that sort of stuff. But uh, there's a part of me that thinks he won't learn his lesson, which is no, probably feels DNA hard, by, hard, hard done by. by. Yeah. All right, but wait, can I hear? Is it true? Can it be the? I think. Oh God, Tim, I'm going to have to revoke I've your done privileges. Again. Yeah, I know. You just press the button. I just. I'm, can it be? I don't know. Can it? I, oh my god! Oh, it is. Look in my eyes. What do you see? The wrestling correspondency. I saw you. Oh. Oh, you missed it. I- wrestling correspondency. Wrestling correspondency. Wrestling correspondency. Wrestling correspondency. Wrestling correspondency. <laughs> Michael, we had to get the wrestling correspondent in. Oh, this blockbuster bumper episode. Yes, it we, was WrestleMania recently. We did do a little WrestleMania recap, yeah. but I want to get your thoughts on Edge changing his theme song. I'm against From it. this, the greatest entrance music of all time. Great soundboard tie-in, oh. by the way. Yeah. On this day, I see clearly. To this. <laughs> well done yes. um, For your consideration Or just let this play out 
Why can't we be friends? Uh, I don't... I, look, I understand from an artistic point of view. You know, you want to change stuff up. You want to present a new era of your time and your new whatever. But, like, fuck. If it ain't broken, don't fix it. It's not even if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's, this is the best that it will ever be. Yep. And yep. now it is taken away from us. Yep. For this, what? For the sake of being new. But he... You know? That's the thing about the Edges theme song. It can be heel and it can be face. Yep. Yep. You you think you, you think you know a guy, Tim. You and you know you what? Know if him. he wants to do this whole like demonic and you know all of that sort of stuff, don't run out through the smoke. Yep. Yeah. Walk out through the smoke. Yep. Well, yeah, yeah. Give Same it a effect. Presentation, Same like, effect. Should never have changed it. I remember Chris Jericho wanted to change it when he was back in WWE yeah. from like break the walls down. Again, one of the top five ever. And Vince McMahon basically said, no, it's evergreen. We're sticking with yeah. that. Um, he's since moved to another company. Mm. Check out AEW. Mm. Um, but uh, and has a different theme song, which he's made work because that's what Jericho does. Oh, Love yeah. him or whatever. Oh, he's he a musician, makes it work. Yeah. yeah, But, yeah, poor poor form from Edge, I, I think. And I'm sure people would disagree, but I think, you know, by and large... Uh, when the entrance music hits, you go, oh my God, oh. it's this person. Hooray. Yeah. You know? Uh, j- yeah. I don't think they get, ga- I think you gain less than what you lose. Um, WrestleMania. I was not going to purchase it. Two days of matches. I wasn't particularly excited mm. for as mentioned. Well, on the in podcast. the hit and miss. Yeah. Um, but then I got COVID and I was looking down the barrel of seven days. Game changer. Yeah. So me and my partner, who was thrilled at oh, 30 a.m. for two days in a row, there was extended wrestling shows. Sunday and Monday. Yes, and a Hall of Fame as well. Oh, of course, of course. Imagine, imagine, Tim, imagine. Uh, your cities. first introduction to the dead man, The Undertaker, is his 20-minute long Hall of Fame, Fame speech. speech. <laughs> oh, was, you've missed everything. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like watching the Shawshank Redemption and tuning in for the credits. Yeah. It's like I swear, I swear he's good. I swear it was. I swear this was really good. Um, his talk was uh, great, and it's lovely seeing him out of character. Mm. Um, yes, finally, I did like that. You know, he's built up this whole brand. I reckon he should, in his retirement, be able to go out and give talks and oh, 100%. you know, go on podcasts and all of that sort of shit. Um, good on him. Anyway, WrestleMania was surprisingly. Surprisingly, the right word. It was sports entertaining. Mm. You know, as always, it's WrestleMania. Out of nowhere, I was sports entertained. Uh, highlight was sports entertained. I was sports entertained. Um, uh, the highlight matches that you should go back and watch, uh, in particular, because at this point, I'm a casual fan. Mm. You know, I'm not keeping up with every single storyline. Cody Rhodes came back. That, yeah, was, a that was a nice big, enough ma- match. Big slap. Um, uh, AJ Styles versus Edge. Same sort of level. Nothing. Incredible, but nice to see. Mm. Um, the ones that were wonderful um, were the return of Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kevin Steen, which I was not super keen for. Uh, but again, it was all right. It was Stone Cold. Out there, yeah. It's yeah, all things forgiven. Mm. And as usual, Stone Cold Steve Austin gives it his all. He yeah. is maybe the greatest who's ever done it. Oh, uh, potentially. There's, there's I, all uh, sorts of discussions about oh, what makes it, what does yeah. it. But this dude gets it he's got lots Mate, of talent he is the queensland of pro wrestling absolutely i know it's not a brave stance to take no uh but yeah you're not going out on a limb he can do everything but he found a way to make just brawling yeah you know work for him that's all people want to see 
And yeah, he smashed it. He's bald, so he basically looks the same. Mm. It's not like, you know, you see Triple yeah, H or yeah, someone yeah. and you're like, oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. um, jeans and a t-shirt, you know, he wasn't out in the trunks yeah. or anything like that. Mm. Knee braces. Um, and uh, Kevin Owens kept him very safe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, still had a great match. Uh, and lots of old school style stuff. Like uh, they went through a table. Yeah. Did anybody mm. else on night one go through a table? No. No. Because they've obviously said, hey, we're, not we're the main tables. event. Yeah. We're doing a table. No one else do, do a yeah. table. Yeah. Instead of like. Because then it loses it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Mm. Um, and the other notable matches, uh, Johnny Knoxville. Have you had a chance to check out that one? I haven't checked the full match. But again, this goes back to my argument of why do we have so many celebrities and why are, hey. we, why are the celebrities outshining the talent? Great question. Great question. The, the best performers, yep. Stone Cold. Pat McAfee and Johnny Knoxville. Well, it might be because to them it's their one big WrestleMania moment. Oh, I get as that. As opposed to a Tuesday. I get so, that. You know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, not the way it should be. If and, I'm if and, I'm mid card person, insert name here. Yeah, they, uh, the celebrities probably get a lot more latitude as well because oh, they're totally. there because they're totally. bringing eyeballs. Yeah, totally. And if you're totally. mid card, whatever, it's like yeah. no, you've got four minutes. Go out and yeah. have a match. Yeah, like that girls eight tag team thing that was oh, well, just literally yeah. a Any wham bam eight minute uh eight it was four and a half yeah four and a half minutes it's just gonna be like go out get your finisher in and that's then, all the time you have yeah it's just getting people on the card yeah you know you see there's like 10 tag team match at wrestlemania it's just like there you go there's yeah. all your wrestlemania you're on, payday, WrestleMania. You're on the card yeah. yeah um yeah no it was it was quite fun in that it was enjoyable and memorable. Some people were like, oh, this is not proper mm. wrestling. It's not wrestling. And it's like, well, everybody's going to remember that match yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. It was wild and zany, which is exactly what it needed to be. Yeah. That was fine. Again, no pun even- intended. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Uh, Sammy Zayn. Yeah. yeah. I, it was not intended. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, but, yeah, not, not particularly my style. But I'm quite on the record. I like, you know... Eight foot tall, ugly, yeah. obese men monsters. Just yeah. yeah. Which brings me to I was looking forward to again, like Charlie Brown and the football. Uh, looking forward to Roman versus Brock. They've met <laughs> no, up three you're times. An idiot. I fucking am. Yeah. Last two times uh, were fizzes, and this one also was also fizzle. Yep. And you just but everyone knew that Roman Reigns was going to win. Oh yeah, but hey, just both of them have such potential to be you know yep. put on barn burners. And it was just they like do it oh, for whatever 15 reason. suplexes, a couple of Superman punches. Yeah. Let's go home. We'll call it a day. And yeah. it's like. I don't need them to do hurricane runners and flips. No, and no. And I know matches. how to tell a story, yeah. how to make it, you know, exciting. And no, anyway. like, no, we'll just chuck in a couple of suplexes. Uh, Pat McAfee. Uh, oh, yeah, he was great. Was terrific. Mm. This is a guy who, again, gets it. Mate, he, um, he is, he he is the Queensland of everything at the moment. Yeah. 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 Just living his best life. Mm. And has manifested himself into the best WrestleMania match. Or, um, well, I would argue the best fucking life in sports. Yeah, yeah, clearly. Um, I liked everything about him. And I was so set up not to like, you know, who's this douchebag or whatever. No, he's terrific. Yeah. Uh, comes out to Seven Nation Army. Yeah. Uh, so, already. Yep. Crowd's oh, over. The crowd. Punts a football into the crowd. Yep. You know, again, I'm like, that's beautiful. You should do that every time that's, as part yeah, of your entrance. Because yeah. why not? Well, that that's what he is. He's a punter. Yep. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, had a totally acceptable match, um, which again, I always feel, and I think we've talked about this off air and stuff, but you have the celebrities and you have like just randos doing perfect professional wrestling stuff. 
to me, it's less like, oh, wow, look, they've trained so hard, which this dude obviously has. Oh, yeah, there's no denying that he put the effort yeah. in. Yeah, But, like, what you take away from it is, like, you know, it'd be like Miley Cyrus turning up and putting on, like, a really excellent match. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm happy for you, but, like, the message you send out is like, oh, anybody, anybody can, can do, do this. this. Yeah. It lessens the magic. It's yes. not like, well, these untouchable Insert mid-card name here. Yeah, exactly. Um... But yeah, he was great against Austin Theory, who uh, has Vince McMahon as his mentor. Mm. And then Vince McMahon did the thing where, oh, that's it, I'm going to take off my jacket. No, I'm not. Oh, okay, yes, I am. (laughs) Um, Which is crazy. He's a 76-year-old man, you know. Oh, and he's still peak. Yeah. Yeah, for 76, he looks ridiculous. Like, ridiculously good. Um, Still can't wrestle, but never particularly could. But entertaining enough. And Mm. then, surprise, surprise, uh, didn't think it would happen. The second night, Stone Cold Steve comes, comes out, comes out yeah. for a final showdown between Vince McMahon and uh, Stone Cold, mm. uh, which was brilliant because the night before was a complete lovely send-off. Uh, he was saying, you know, well, I had my first match in uh, Dallas, so maybe... Yeah. You know, this is it. Everyone's yeah. psyching themselves up. And they didn't announce it as a match. Everyone thought, yep. oh, it might happen. But I think that was a good move. Because mm. if you say a match, everyone's like, oh, is it going to be good? Is it, is it a match? Uh, but right up until the end... People are saying, oh, well, is it going to happen? So the magic of like, yeah, this is going to happen. You're going to see a proper match. was great. Anyway, a couple of beers, a couple of stunners, always great. Um, Again, watching it with a partner that knows nothing Nothing. about wrestling was wonderful. The botch mania of the... um, Oh, that stunner. Stunner. Oh, my God. I don't even know if that was intentional because Vince McMahon famously is horrible at taking the stunner. Never looks nice. Never looks like it's done any he doesn't damage. Get it. Yeah, doesn't. Yeah, just cannot. He's fathom. the New South Wales of the Stunner, very first stunning one recipient. Is my favourite because when he went down, he starts shaking yeah. on the ground because <laughs> he's clearly <laughs> gone. It's a stunner. Yeah, I should look like, like I've been I'm hit by a stun, stun gun. gun. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, ah, fine, whatever. Anyway, so that was horrible, but uh, tremendous what because it was beautiful in that way. You're like, yeah. wow. A final horrible <laughs> yes. taking of the, the stunner. Send-off, yes. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, you're explaining with him. It's like, oh yes. Um, look, they're gonna have a beer, and I was like, this bald man is about to kick this old man in the gut <laughs> and give him a stone cold stunner. She's like, how do you know? It's like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I bet this is why you tune in for this. And then after that, he calls McAfee back into the ring and goes, oh, great work, son. Here, have, have a, a beer. beer. And I'm like watch this <laughs> you know, like it doesn't matter who you are and you know what the person that took the best stunner of the whole night was fucking pat mcafee yeah yeah where oh, he got I, had the drink i and agree and just out. again so good. stunned on his feet yeah. fell back flat yeah. beautiful anyway i was quite sports entertained uh probably would not watch it if not for covid yeah. but you know it was fine more or less glad i did thank you very much wrestling correspondent yeah, longer than i thought no that's fine it's WrestleMania. It always goes on longer than we thought. Oh, damn right. Two-night explanation yeah. from the Vilkins. All right. Let's power through because we're borderline Rogan, but we're having fun. That's us. That's us all That's our It's been brand. a lot of gear. We've yes. done a lot of singing. Even after ceremoniously closing the gear bag, bag. Yes. I think there might be a hole in it. <laughs> I think there's several. I think, I think the gear bag is Swiss cheese. Um, all right. Let's get it's into... A, it's a gear net. It's a gear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Things go in and out. It's yeah. fine. Um, Supercoast, Sporting Woods Cup. We're in round three of the head-to-heads. Wow. Um, a bit of a wasteland. 
again this week. Let's go through the scores. Killer Katana gets the victory over Dogs of War Dane O, 1029-982. Avalanche gets the win over Juzzy T. Now, he was in the top 2,000 overall. He finishes with a score of 882, which is, what, 14 points worse than hashtag on the plonk. You know it's bad when you're below Jimmy B. (laughs) Juzzy, mate. That's not a good look. What's like, we need to have like a... Like a reverse Mendoza line for Jimmy B. It's, it's bad enough. You know, I feel bad Sporting Woods if we make a prediction and it doesn't happen. Mm. At least we're not like, our mm. podcast isn't centered around giving advice for, yes. you know, yes. the upcoming week and who you should pick and who you shouldn't. That's, That's literally his loss. job. That's a tough um, loss. Shout anyway. out to- uh, NRL Super-, Super Coach Talk Podcast. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Um, <laughs> Gummy Sharks, 1173, get the victory over Joey Jojo Shabadoo. A bunch of hunts. I said hunts. Show some damn respect. Well, we will. 1087 over the Pig Dogs, 945. The worst 17, 1290 wins the round. Great round for the worst 17. Ironically, the best. I like, I see what they did there. Uh, they take down Boots and Cats, 825. Well, they're falling off a cliff. The Revolution Mendoza line sits at 1165. They uh, had a resounding victory over hashtag on the plonk. 1165 to 896. And in the Sporting Woods Cup Cup, the Mad Kents, I said Kents, with a very slim victory over the Coagulators, 1044 to 1011. So what does that look like for the head-to-head ladder? A bunch of hunts, and I said hunts, and the worst 17 on top on six points, closely followed by the Revolution, FNQ, Moonshiners, Coagulators, Killer Katana, Gummy Sharks, and Avalanche all on four. That makes the top eight. The Mad Kents, they get their first victory of the head-to-head season. They're in at ninth on two, along with the Pig Dogs and Boots and Cats. Without a victory, hashtag on the plonk, Joey Jojo, Shabadoo, and Dogs of War. Go to total points. We... Again, we'll just do overall ranks under 20,000. A bunch of hunts. I said hunts. They take first place. 5473 with an overall rank of 3549. The Revolution Mendoza line sits at 5421 for an overall rank of 5574. The worst 11, they've shot out, out of a cannon. Uh, their overall rank is 6206. Juzzy T, he has gone down over 10,000 spots shit. in a week. Uh, he's sting. He sits at 12,469 and rounding out the last of the teams in the top 20,000, uh, the Mad Kents, I said Kents, 18,931. Let's go to the tipping. Cue the sting. And it's not what we've been doing the whole time. All right. Another easy-ish round. We did have a perfect round in there. Hanlum is at the bottom on 24. Benny L, shout out. Welcome to the tipping comp. He's in 11th on 25. Yun Sang, cousin of Sun Yang, in at 25 as well. Hack at 23 on 25 as well. In 8th place, Medicine underscore Balls is tied with Juzzy T. And would you believe it? Hashtag ride or die. He picked them all at the start of the season. He gets the perfect round. Uh, He's in 6th place on 26. The Wolverine also uh, on 26. Dogs of War in Outride 4th on 27. Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo drops down a place. He's tied for 2nd with uh, the 6th captain. 
and leading the competition on 29 points. CWA4, 10% pay increase. Uh, 29 points, which makes for a... Which makes for a... Which makes for a... I, I don't know what to hit. Are we going to go. hold on? And CWA4, 10% pay increase, gets us gets away in first place with a... With a... One point lead. Oh, I did it too quick. I did it too quick. Who would I don't have thought? think that was your fault. That's just bad songwriting. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 No, it's Planet Funk that is wrong. <laughs> okay. Let's get into it. I got to stop doing that. I got to do this. Like, oh, shit. On this day, BD history. April 15, Great. 1986. Wow, I'm there. <laughs> it feels like imagine. it was yesterday. Uh, Sir Viv. Scores the fastest century in Test cricket history against the Poms, the old enemy. 100 of 56 balls. Now, in 1980s, that would have been seen as an unattainable record. That, yeah. Um, it took 30 years to beat. Uh, Brendan McCullough True. hit a 54-run century against Australia in Wellington. I want to say, um, yeah, 30 years. Who would have thought with the rise of T20 and all of that sort of stuff? Adam Gilchrist came close in the 06-07 Ashes um, over in Perth there. He got in 57. Um, but, uh, yeah, Viv, one of the five greatest cricketers of all time, um, held on to that record for 30 years, uh, a moment in BDE history. Well done. We salute you, Sir Viv. <clears throat> Sir Viv. Now, I'm not going to lie. It was a bit hard on BDE this week. Really? Yeah, there wasn't that much. Like there was no, there was some good performances, but there wasn't like any sort Sweezy of Sweezy. Yeah, level. you yeah. know, like where we're looking for that Zan, yep. you know, that BDE. Well, that's it. Have we ever gone a week where we've just gone? No one's no reached well, that you level. You can't. You can't. You, just, right. you know. So if nothing happens, but like I get a paper ball into a waste basket, well, man, I might be up to Sweezy's points. Depends how far away you were from the basket. All right. Oh, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> Something to work on. Um, Pat Cummins, one point. IPL hit 35 off and over um, and scored the fastest, tied for the fastest IPL 50 of 14 balls. In an um, over, that's, yeah, okay. 35 in an over, yeah, which I don't, I think there was a no ball in there. Off in Australian, I think it was Riley Meredith. Don't hold me to that. Um, for his IPL side. Now, again, it's an asterisk because it's IPL. Fair enough. <coughs> I've laughed and sung too gonna- much. <laughs> Quickly die off, Mike. Yeah. yeah. I um, I also, uh, two points. I want to give a shout out to this guy because I feel like, you know, uh, Matthew H emailed in about uh, getting some damn respect. I think this guy needs a bit of damn respect. It's Joey Manu. That should be a segment. Yeah. Um, I, I suppose this whole segment is give d- some damn respect. respect. Yeah, okay. yeah. But, Withdrawn. But I, I like it. We used to have it. We did have it for a couple of bits. Yep. Um, I just feel like he's like... Easily in the top ten players of the competition, and no one talk. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, he's one of the best," but no one actually. It feels like he's just disrespected, even though everyone knows he's good. It's like, no, no, he is like in the upper echelon of players in this competition. Um, the the Manu versus Stags 
attacking prowess uh, last weekend was phenomenal. Highly entertaining to watch. Welcome back to Rugby League, Katoni Staggs. Um, but Joey Manu just never seems to get the recognition. He's in a star-studded lineup. He's got James Tedesco, you know, all these superstars, all these, you know, at any one week, everyone can be the best player on the team. Um, but he just seems to just fly under the radar. Um, men of the match performance, I think, um, against the Broncos. Um, two points, Joey Manu. And three points. I mean, it can't really go to anyone else. You win an F1 Grand Prix by 20 seconds. Mm. Yeah. That's that's a pretty big flex. It's massive. Mate, you're cruising. Literally, yeah. Literally. Like you can, and 20 you can, seconds is huge in F1. Massive. Just without saying. Massive. He he had a fifteen second lead at with like Sorry, thirty laps to go. Not exciting viewing, but no, definitely but, big fucking oh, deck energy. It, it, no one even got close the whole race. Yeah, uh, Charles Leclerc, uh, three points. Contender for three point wonder of the year. Wow, yeah. I, would, of course, uh, I don't yeah. know if he get any more points in the Sweezies, but uh, you never know. And you know, what if nobody else? Stacks up like that. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Scotty Boland is still in contention for three point wonder after his MCG. I really got to go. Boxing See this neck. bit where we were hanging up the t-shirt. <coughs> It'd be great yeah. to have one of those Top Gear style magnetic boards. Oh yeah. So as people get more points, you yes. can move them up and be like, "Wow!" And he's yes. moved up two yes. positions. But and- then, do you give it away? Do I give? Oh, I see. You know I what see. I mean? Like, you know, it's, oh yeah. no, there's still the pageantry of the end. It's not like, a, oh, I wonder who got oh, it. Yes. It's more like, yes, and look yes. where they finished. I think last year we had seventy eight. People? Yeah, okay. that that's might be a very long points. board. I mean, we can do it. Yeah, maybe I could just do it on the studio fridge. Yeah, maybe. Get Good a idea. Of yeah, yeah, magnet. exactly. Magnet. Yeah. And off you go. All right, magnet strips. All right, let's wrap this up. Oh, we are just at an hour and a half. Let's go. Now, everyone, remember to join in. Sriracha. Here you go, everybody. This is your turn. Here we go. Harmonies, please. Well done, everybody. Thank yes, you for that. I can feel it. I'm yep. vibing it. Yep. Everyone on the bus, I, I just like people behind them watching the guy in front. Yeah. Just sitting there going, Sriracha. Being like, Nothing what else. What the fuck is this going? All right. It's a spicy matchup sponsored by Sriracha. Massive game. I know it's round six, so everyone can relax. I, I Just before you get oh, started, yeah, sure, I remember sure. I had some Sriracha this week. Oh, what did you have? Uh, and an oh, interesting, mate, interesting. Mate, the, the sponsors did email in and said, stop using our name unless you're going to advertise. That's it. So, Michael, what did you have with Sriracha? Based off something I saw on Instagram, I had some... Uh, I'm, I don't mind having a bit of toast in the morning, you know, for oh, breakfast. Mate, I, I'm going uh, to sidetrack. Eggs on toast. Ooh, loving shit. it. Loving it. Well, I had Runny some eggs, of course. I'm not an idiot. Sriracha... Mixed in with peanut butter. Peanut butter and sriracha all mixed together and then on a slice of toast. Yeah, so did you mix it and then spread it or did you spread I, the no, peanut butter then sriracha on top? I mi- pre-mixed it, but yeah. then I felt a bit dumb because I'm like, oh, I probably could have just put peanut butter on and then sriracha on top, but no, I'm glad no, I mixed it. No, no, no. Yes. Yeah. It went great. It no. went great, okay. dear readers. Crunchy peanut butter? Yep. Has to be. You're not an idiot. No, Sorry. thank you. Why, why did I even ask? I think I would rather it in it than on it. Me too. Me too. Uh, to, yeah. 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 No. Or definitely. Or you would go sriracha on the toast and then spread the Ooh, that, peanut butter okay, on top. Yeah, yeah, could yeah, do yeah, that. I could see that. 
But again, because then you don't have the, you don't have I'm the next bowl the to clean effort. it. Yeah, but yeah. I like it. I like it. Well, that's what I was thinking when yeah. I did. I was like, oh great, now I'm going to tidy yeah. this up. Yeah, but I wouldn't go peanut butter and then sriracha on top. I wouldn't do that. I licked the extra plate clean because it was that oh, delicious, again. and then just straight back in the cupboard. Sporting Woods. Um, spicy matchup sponsored yes. by Sriracha. I know it's round six. Everyone relax, but it's the Storm versus the Sharks. Now, I mentioned this on one of the solo apps. Sharks are going to be using this as a good litmus test, but I tell you who's going to use it as their own litmus test. It's going to be the Melbourne Storm. Sharks are one of the form teams in the competition. They're railroading everyone. Um, you know, a key matchup against Newcastle a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, they blew them out of the park. Um they held them to nil, and they almost held the Tigers to nil. So, you know, one intercept try in two games, um, you know, the defense hasn't been breached. Um, they go down to Melbourne, uh, totally different story, but a great opportunity uh, to put themselves um, up against one of, if not the competition's best team. Um, bit of a storyline with Nico Hines and Dalfa Nukin, former Storm players with the Sharks this year. A great statement game for Craig Fitzgibbon in his first year as head coach. But I tell you, the Storm are going to be up for this one because they don't, you know, it's the old, it's the young bucks and the old bulls. They don't want to, they don't want a changing of the guard. Like they're trying to do this last ride thing. A lot yeah. of the players that we thought may go have re-signed, um, but they're still lost, losing a lot of players at the end of this year. So, you know, this is their last genuine opportunity to be like the heavyweight of the competition. Um, yeah. I, I think there's a lot riding on this game for the Cronulla Sharks. I don't know if for the Storm if it's really this like, be all and end all. But I think this is the Sharks would have circled this, particularly when they started the season so well and gone, we can really get a leg up on this team. We can assert ourselves as, you know, premiership contenders. So huge, huge game Saturday night um, down in Melbourne, Storm versus Sharks. Excellent. Sounds like a must watch. Yeah. A must watch. I'll tell you what's not going to be a must watch is the uh Parramatta West Tigers game on Monday afternoon. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to watch it. Well, you, you're allowed to go <laughs> because the tickets are available for the public. And God bless them for doing yes. that. Yes. I don't know why I said that. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them <laughs> yeah. for doing that. Oh, Back mate. yourselves. But I mean, Back yourselves every day. I just, yeah. Again, it as I said it so eloquently, if I do say so myself, rugby league is the game for all people to play and participate in. You take away the opportunity for everyone to play and participate. It goes against everything the game has been built upon. Fuck them. Back yourself. Uh, members only. Uh, even <laughs> if there's like three people in the stands, Fuck be em. like these are the true fans. Yeah. Oh, well, that, that's, and all the, that's all the lost revenue. The day. All that lost revenue, yes. Yeah, this is why I'm not in charge of it. <laughs> that's all probably right. why. Yeah. All right, shall we wrap it up? This has been Sporting with Podcast Episode 169. Hopefully next week we'll be all together for the gear bag. If you thought this had was full of gear, oh yeah, uh, hold on to your bags. I don't know. So if you want to be in a historic gear-heavy episode, episode, yes, write in to sportingpodcast@gmail.com. Any, any gear, yeah, um, and we'll we'll probably pay you out. Yeah, good, <laughs> good. But yeah, the, next week is going to be the episode. I'll tell you right now. So um, we'll wrap it up. We'll play the outro music. Um, this has been Sporting Woods Podcast. Sporting Woods Podcast. Sporting Woods Podcast Sporting Woods Podcast Sporting Woods Podcast Sporting Woods Podcast Alright, let's send this out properly Okay And then make like a Bye <laughs> <laughs>
I can't believe there's only 11 episodes until 180. We're going to need that on the fucking yeah. scoreboard. Oh, the soundboard. <laughs> I suppose that's still just Chase the Sun, isn't it? Yeah, but also, like, we can just, gonna, we can just click hitting one. Well, no, just get the guy doing 180, 180, 180. Okay, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, that'll we'll have to great. get... There'll, surely there's a YouTube compilation of him like doing the most ridiculous ones. Yeah. We'll get it. All right, good good decision. Yes. On her meeting. 